confuse the Louvre, a great museum, with the luge, a dangerous winter sport. No one came down hard on him, though it was just the kind of mistake an American might make that normally the French would have seized on with great enthusiasm, to show the barbarity of the new world. Michael has captured Paris, said another newspaper, and a writer added, the young Parisians, lucky enough to get into the Bercy, must have dreamed beautiful dreams, for their hero had been everything they could have hoped for. Noting that Jordan was wearing his celebrated beret, journalist Thierry Marchand enthused, We shall be able to call him Michel. Francois went even further. Michael Jordan is in Paris, it said. That's better than the Pope. It's God in person. The games themselves were not, in fact, very good. If anything, they were just short of an embarrassment. The Bulls performed sluggishly, but managed to beat Olympiakos Piraeus of Greece in the final. Jordan's celebrated teammates Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen were not there, and Tony Kukoc, once the best player in all of Europe, scored five points. Jordan scored 27, but was not pleased to have to play without two critically important teammates. Staying home would have been more restful, as his toe was infected. Jordan was well aware that the true triumph of Paris belonged less to him than to David Stern, the commissioner of the league. The tournament was not merely a reflection of the growing internationalization of the sport, which Stern helped engineer but a celebration of the NBA's connection with McDonald's, one of America's blue-chip companies. Stern, surrounded by most of the NBA executive staff and all sorts of McDonald's executives, had a wonderful time. Almost everybody in the basketball structure who was anybody had come. There was one notable exception, and that was the absence of Jerry Reinsdorf, the Bulls' owner, who rarely showed at things like this, Stern had pushed Reinsdorf to come and enjoy some nachas, a Yiddish word for pleasure. But that kind of nachas did not seem to appeal to the bull's owner, a man who seemed to prefer his privacy to the semi-dubious glitter and adulation that even an owner could be a part of at occasions like this. In addition, there had been a good deal of speculation at the last moment among the MBA people as to whether one other VIP, Dick Ebersol, the head of sports for NBC, would come. There was a powerful rumor sweeping Paris that even though the McDonald's championship coincided with the start of the World Series, Ebersol, whose heart was said to belong to basketball rather than baseball, would come to Paris instead of sitting in some highly visible box seat being seen by his own cameras at the series. Appropriately, given the symbiotic relationship between television and big-time sports, Stern and Ebersol were very close. Ebersol was wont to call Stern his boss, and Stern was wont to call Ebersol his. Stern was the most passionate and sophisticated of modern image-makers, and it was Ebersol's company that determined which images went out to the nation. Stern understood as not everyone in the world of sports did yet, that image was more important than reality in their business. 
He monitored the league's coverage of his sport very closely and often seemed to take quite personally any departure on the part of the broadcasters and their cameras from what might be considered an image upgrade. In fact, when he had first ascended at the NBA, at a time when the league's image was still largely negative, he'd been famous for calling network executives on Monday to complain about any image downgrade that might have taken place on Sunday. Both Ebersol and Stern had a shared stake in the good name and the public image of basketball, especially in the public behavior of its best players. And the two men had worked closely in a collaboration that had seen a dramatic rise in the popularity of the sport, and in time in its network ratings as well. That the question even arose of whether Ebersol would bag the World Series for exhibition basketball games